I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad, is sad clown. Dude, that's pretty good. This is The Gloom, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in The Gloom. Uh, you may have already heard this guy's voice and, and accent to give it away, but I'm going to do a little intro here because this guy, um, if if you know him, uh, you know that he brings his heart and soul to everything that he does, uh, especially the way he cares about other people. Uh, was recently the leader at uh, Dragon's Lair, uh, recently had um, had surgery, and I know we're all thinking about him in, in that space, but man, uh, Mr. Miyagi, it's just great to see you, uh, and I'm excited to get your story out to the pack. So. Uh, where we like to start off is just with the beginning. So who EH Joe, what was the first workout like? And then uh, share with us how you got the name, Mr. Miyagi. Well, thank, thank you, Plague. Uh, thank you, Pony. Um, again, I don't want to repeat like everybody start the podcast the same way, like, you know, being the best way to start here, right? It's, it's a pleasure to have been here, part of, being part of this leadership, being called part of the leadership here on f3 omaha and be part of this podcast finally right after a, a whole year and four months on uh dragon's lair um being today here so thank you um but my story with three have is ups and downs uh i started um my first age was actually my wife so uh it's just a uh, interesting story because when my wife said you gotta go to this thing i didn't listen to her i was like nope i don't need that i i'm doing my workouts at home i had a bike i was biking a lot i was doing a lot of workouts i have my full uh equipment at my basement that i at the end when i started f3 six months later i sold it all but uh <laughs> When I my wife was an is an was a nurse at Methodist Hospital and she took 190 second every time coming home probably turn on F or turn before that and I think she saw the guys there at the maze mm -hmm. every morning on Thursdays and she's saying hey there is this group of guys that are meeting there and I think they end on a prayer so that's exactly what you need that's where you need to go and uh and being an immigrant being a person being the only person of my family that is here i was uh, alone uh, and i didn't have a lot of people so i wasn't going anywhere i didn't need anybody i was by myself and i was saying nope i don't need any of that and i said it in one of my cot's one time that i couldn't be more wrong at that point mm -hmm. so uh, one of the things that she did, she started pushing. She also found out that crab cakes was part of it because she was, she is best friend with uh, Kyla, crab cakes uh, M. And she was saying, hey, you need to go. He's going, you need to go. And she kept pushing it. And I was like, well, he's your friend. She, she is your friend. Like, I still don't need that. Like, uh, we, yeah, we get together. It's like the 
book said, you know, she's your friend, husband. That's how we know each other. So it was all that thing, and I left it at that. So that was probably 2020. Uh, well, I guess 2019 to 2020, and then COVID started, and uh, that's when uh, everything shut down. I was at home more often, and uh, I I said, well, I found F3 in the best place, but that's also when uh, the Dragon Slayer started, and and I didn't have any excuse not to go because Dragon Slayers is less than a block away from my house. <laughs> if you have worked out at Dragon Slayer, you probably have stopped at some point in my house and do some monkey humpers or something funny in, my, in front of my <laughs> camera. So there was no excuse for me to say no. They started on September 7th, I believe, and sorry, July 7th and July 14th is was. May 7 and May 14 is what when I went into 2021. And um, that day was a workout with uh, tonight's show. Tonight's show was the person in charge of that workout. Um, Wentworth was there, I remember. Um, Blades was there. And Blades was uh, the first person that I kind of partnered up that morning. We started running around, doing a bunch of things like uh, Oh yes, on the street, we started doing monkey humpers, and I was like, "Oh, this is really not for me." Like, and then Blades in all Blades glory, right? He started sharing his heart right away, and I was like, uh, "Okay, um, this is getting too personal too fast." <laughs> Again, I was working out alone and doing things alone, so I, I didn't, I wasn't ready for everything that was thrown at me that fast mm. and that so I, I, I was like uh, okay and we kept working out and at the end they started asking me they bring me to the circle of thrust uh, and um, namorama happens I said my FNG and they started saying okay so what's your story and I started saying well I come from uh, the Dominican Republic right I have lived in a couple houses in the one that I live now. I have remodeled the majority of it all the way from floor to ceiling. My name is Daniel, right? And that's when tonight show from his bucket of name, he says, Mr. Miyagi. Mm. That I think is good because my father-in-law, Lincoln Logs, that you guys know, he was there. He was named the week before he was named Lincoln Log. And he had a name in mind that it was wiretaps because um, I used to work in a company that I changed jobs in the last year that I was in charge of wiretaps, not nationally, internationally and all that. So I was that was the name that he had for me. And because he just started, he's like, well, I guess we're not gonna take your name. You just started. Mm -hmm. They went with the Mr. Miyagi and the Mr. Miyagi stock at that point. And that's how I got named. That's that's awesome. Well, you know, I think uh, hearing the wifey ages that may be a first for us on the podcast. Oh no, it's there's quite a few. I feel like I don't know. Yeah, I guess you know. What do you think it was that you know? I guess push your wife to to kind of recommend you joining at the time. Was she hoping to find you better community? Hoping that you would accelerate your fitness? I guess. What do you think her ambitions were there? Um. 
I think it was the community aspect and the faith aspect. Um, we, um, uh, as a family, we are, and Plague knows, like we have had these conversations in our runs and not that I run as much as Plague, but I know we have had these conversations before that we try to focus a lot on our faith and, and the prayer portion and that was kind of like the first the, the first thing that she mentioned like they pray at the end that thing that was the the most important thing that we were looking at how the community will affect but how it will increase our faith mm-hmm. so we are all, um that's who, that's one of the things that we look the most in our family and we try to encourage from our kids to us to everyone that is around us is how we can be better in our faith. You don't hear a lot of guys come on and say, hey, it was, it was the third F component that actually got me interested in coming out. It's usually, you know, it's usually the first or the second. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, Miyagi, I'm not, I don't know if I know the backstory. How did you, when did you come to the United States? Like what, what's the story there? How did you land here in, in yeah. Gretna? So, that's a interesting story of itself. Uh, my wife, again, <laughs> my am, uh, they we were part of they were part of another church in Papillion, and they were in um, they went and did a mission trip, and I was at my dad's church. My dad is a pastor in the Dominican Republic, and uh, they went and supported uh, that my dad's church for a while, and they went to do a mission trip and in a BBS. And at that time, I was working with MLB in a nonprofit at that time, supported by MLB. And I was busy in my own world and all that stuff, uh, working with that. And um, my wife started checking my... my, MLB, like Major League Baseball? Yes, yes. Okay. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. I just had to clarify. I'm like, oh, big time. Okay, sorry. Keep going. (laughs) No, it's all right. And my wife... um, Every uh, like they were staying at my house, and uh, uh, my now wife, she was checking my blood pressure every night. Okay. <laughs> I guess this was her, as a nurse. She was that was her way of getting getting like to know me, and mm-hmm. she was looking at that. Uh, yeah, your blood pressure is not very good. I guess that you're too much into your work. And then I decided to take a vacation here on that August of 2009, and that's where we got connected better. And then. On August of 2009, then we decided some something have to get, or she moved there, or I move here. And I, I did have a good job, but being a nurse is not a good job in the Dominican Republic. It's just like a lower level job. So I I decided to leave everything, move to the to here, and I started everything over on um, on uh, October of 2009. I move in. In December of 2009, we got engaged, and in March of 2010, we got married. Wow. Lincoln Logs awesome. didn't like that timeline, but we did it either way. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I didn't realize that. So she went, she was there on a mission trip, met you, then you traveled yeah. here, and the rest is history. Wow. The rest is history. And she got wow. pregnant in May, so we, like, it was like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Lincoln Logs is pretty good at math with his career, so I don't know. If, I don't know if it had up there or not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too funny. So, so tell me this. So you mentioned you were working out in your basement and 
like like free weights and stuff or what was your fitness level like before f3 so i did have a full rack in my basement with like all like i spent probably quite thousands of dollars and i have a free weights and i spent thousands of dollars on bikes and stuff and i was doing all that and i was prepping at that time in 2021 for a tour in wisconsin so i was biking quite a bit and all that uh so yeah i was doing my workouts in the morning uh working out for like an hour down there so my fitness i would feel that it was like all right for me but then i was looking at the pictures and i'm like hmm, am i really like i wasn't keeping myself accountable like the accountability wasn't there so um that's one of the things that when i started f3 the accountability was more in there too because i was had to wake up had to be there the guys were hey come let's go on a pre-run do these things let's do this challenge things like that that were more in, were keeping me more in pace of what I, where i wanted to be that being here having it here is like yeah it's downstairs i'm gonna go and do it i did it but it doesn't mean that i was doing it on my full potential that i could do it at that time Yeah, no, I, we were we were just talking to somebody else about that, sort of this idea of, of um, even in the F3 workouts, right? You can show up and sort of get into this routine of not giving it your all, but you, that's why we need other guys, right, to, to push us mm -hmm. a little bit. So I love that. So you were really into, into cycling, like long distance, like Tour tour de France kind of stuff? <laughs> like you're, you know. I wouldn't say Tour de France, but we did, um, and I was planning to do another one here this September with my it's actually my wife's uh, uncle, and uh, we do one every one to two years. And is we go and we cycle about sixty to seventy miles every day, and we go around. Uh, last the last one we did was uh, it was like a beer and cheese tour in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So we went from Madison all the way to the border with Iowa and back, and that's what wow. we do. And we back, we call it bike packing, and we stay in, in we pack our own tents, eat around, and then that's what we do, yes. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that. Hey, you know, the other thing I guess I would be curious about, so, you know, previously, before we had uh, Dragon's Lair, um, it sounds like maybe one of the barriers was just the distance, right, that from your house to, to, mm -hmm. the, to another AO. How have you found yourself sort of engaging? Like, where have you what was your progression so after that first saturday where did you go from there what was the what was that like so yeah i also put my own barriers like yeah i was i had the workout the facility like let's say my workout equipment here and the bikes and i was at the same time using that as an excuse to a certain level so i was like oh i'm biking today or i'm not doing that today and uh, that was one of the things that people were saying oh let's go to the mains and the maze is only like, it is less, now it's more because they have put so many lights between Gretna and the maze yeah. that it's just crazy. But um, it, it was less than 10 minutes to get there. And I was putting myself like, no, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, right? Um, so you put yourself on a, on a mental block. Like, I don't, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. But um at that time, again, I was also traveling for work a lot. And I started looking for AOs in other locations because the hotels, 
uh, the hotel's equipment is not good. It was it, the hotel equipment were worse than the equipment that I had in my house at that point. So I was like, okay, let me go to an F3 workout and this trap. But then I was noticing that when I was in Orlando or Washington DC or all the other places, I was like, I still have to drive 30 minutes to get to these places to do a regular workout in the morning, right? So I was like, my mental block, my 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 the blocks that I'm putting for myself here in Omaha. I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking it away when I'm going out to travel, right? So what I did is that I'm going to all these places. I'm going to all these AOs and in other states, and I'm, like, giving all these things away. And then I'm coming here, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to bike. I'm going to work out in my house. So one of the things is that I try to put all that away, and I focus on let's try to find the people and the community and try to meet more of those people that I want to grow that fellowship with each one of them every day. Yeah. Nice. Well, what's it look like for you today? Is it a, are you still doing a little bit of everything? Is it more F3 or? Um, today I'm doing F3, the majority. And then in the afternoons, I, I bike and uh, we also trying to do F3 with that. Like now I'm with, uh, kickstand and also Boji, we go and we do some biking in the afternoons. Yodels meet us sometimes. So, uh, trying to grow that in other areas too. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Well, I I did want to ask you about posting downrange and your experience with that. What did you take from getting to post in Orlando and DC? What things did you know they do different that you liked? What do you like about what we do here in Omaha? Um, posting downrange is I think everyone that I have heard has mentioned the same. It's like when you post down range, you always miss the the COT part. Mm-hmm. And as as you know, like um for me you for me I am again from the very beginning what we were looking was the faith portion. So going every morning uh, what I said is like, I am looking for what we are sharing this morning. The circle of trust is something that is very important. It's not only there for like, oh, we're going to pray and that's it. Let's go. Right? The circle of trust, we're trying to share a, a portion of our hearts, a portion of our faith. And our faith is what moves us every morning to get, get up there and be there every morning. And that's what's missing in a lot of locations. Um, I'm sorry if anyone from F3 Nation is listening to this, but I think once we plant that uh, fruit, when we plant that seed of the let's work on expanding our faith and sharing our faith more, I think everything else is just going to grow from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I think, you know, it's interesting how, you know, and I, I, I'll use the word easy, but it, it's not easy, right? Because if it was easy, we'd EH every guy in the, in our neighborhoods, right? But it, but it feels easier to like push each other on the first F, but we've got to keep pursuing, you know, the same level of acceleration in all, in all of the Fs, right? I mean, I think it's, it's fitness fellowship and faith and it's not just, you know, it's, it's all three. It's not just one. So I I love that comment there of just continuing to push each other, share your heart, get vulnerable. Um, Something we've heard recently is, is 
you know, own your story, right? Be, be, be who you are, where you are and let us love you for it. We can't do that if you're holding back. Um, so really pushing guys to just, um, keep sharing them, themselves. And, you know, I, I guess my question for you then, so you've got, so you're, so 2009, 2010, right. Is when you sort of, you know, move to the U S mm-hmm. and then build in relationships, I'm sure just through work and your wife's friends. I mean, how did you experience the development of relationships and friendships as you joined F3? Was it, were we just welcoming right away? Was Were there any challenges or, or how did you sort of go about that? I got to say that um, it's different. Like for, I bet that for everyone is different the way that you share. And um, I'm going to tell you that I'm a person that at the very beginning, I'm probably like a little close up. Probably people think like, no, Mr. Miyagi is not that way. If you talk to him, he will talk to you. And that's true. Like if you talk to me, I'm not going to shy away. I'm not going to like, I will talk to people. And 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 a lot of people have mentioned to say like, yeah, Mr. Miyagi is going to be open to you. And he's going to, because yes, yeah, so as soon as you talk to me, I'm not going to step away from it. But there has to be that first step because I'm going to be honest, like, for me, uh, there's still that seed right there. There's still that portion that I, I am. I'm not from here, right? I am not from here. I, I'm an immigrant that came here to the U.S. and I'm still there's still that seed of doubt that is always going to be there. It's like, am I going to be fully accepted for who you are? Like, if they hear my accent, are they gonna treat me differently? Are they gonna be a little bit of that inside? Like, oh, he doesn't talk normally, and I can. Uh, you know, um, is 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 one of those things that you just need to push yourself and have that self doubt taken away from you in certain ways, and uh, um, is mostly like is something that is in in you again. And the more you sh- like having your story, share your story, talk about who you are and how you can be for others not for yourself like i'm not here to work out for myself or to put a a workout for me or uh, being there for those that are there that morning to help with the six like um one story that i had on on when i posted downrange one time i was i was the only one that was going back to pick up the six in, in one location and People were like looking at me like, what was that guy doing? And he's like, well, let's go pick up the six. Let's let's go back. And it was a pretty big run, but we have to go back and like around this lake to pick up this guy. And I'm like, let's go back. I was feeling pretty good because it was like in the Florida area. So the altitude was helping me kind of thing, I think. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, once you're there, you have to prove that you belong there and that your va- the values that we can share are the same for each one of us. Mm, for sure. Did you, with the language, sorry, that you mentioned just sort of the insecurity, right. Of your, mm-hmm. of your accent. And I, honestly, I'm jealous of your accent. So, you know, you should be proud of that. <laughs> I've always, I've always wanted to have like a cool, sexy accent. So you should you know, totally <laughs> lean into that. But um, was that a barrier to building friends in relationships in F3 or, or how did you go about, or was it, was it just like you said, establishing shared values and, and beliefs with the guys? I think the only barrier has been Mufasa, but besides that, yeah. you know, 
<laughs> we He's do the nicest like guy in this country. <laughs> no, uh, I don't think it has been a barrier. Again, um, go with an open heart. Yeah. And that, that's what I try to do. I go with an open heart with my uh, every day. Every day, I know it might be it, it might be hard. It might be a hard morning for me. It might be a hard morning for someone else. Like you can see, you can see it every morning when you show up to a workout. Who's the one who's just sitting alone? And just try mm -hmm. to open your heart to that person. And maybe that's at the end of the day, that's the person who's just gonna share that moment. That he might be the one who's gonna keep coming and is just that's yeah. that's the way. Do you do you think we we do a good job of that? I mean, I'm curious with you know, your background, you coming into the group, did you feel like we did a good job of welcoming new guys in? Um, I felt welcome. I, uh, like, uh, but again, I started at home. Like, I started in Gretna. Like, you had to come to me. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you that. Like, uh, for me, like, F3 started in my backyard. Like, there was no way for me to, to, to do that. And then when I knew enough, I went to... But um, um, I have seen and I have tried, like I have seen some other Hispanic people coming in and I've tried, I've tried to reach out and it's just have been a little bit more difficult. I don't know why. Um, there, I know there is a big Hispanic community that can be reached out and they're like, uh, I love Yodel. Yodel is like, I, I, I tell Yodel that he's my immigrant friend and we joke around about it all the time right we are the two immigrants in the group but uh, <laughs> i bet there are more like i'm yeah. not taking away from anybody else who's listening but um we we joke about it all the time like i'm the mexican and he's the european from wherever but <laughs> that's one of the things that again as as long as we share and we talk about it we just need to be vulnerable and I know I keep repeating the same thing, but it's just hard to know where people are at. Uh, I met with um, one day there was a, a, a get together in in Stapler's house, and I know um, Bobsled was there, and his M was there, and his M is Hispanic, and like we were were able to connect that way. Mm -hmm. So those are the type of things that you it, it's probably not the 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 first person, but it's, there are things that we can expand on that we can grow into our connections and our community out there. Do you? I am curious. Do you feel like there's some cultural differences that you see from from your background to what a predominantly American organization like F3 has? <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 very interesting because um i think there is an f3 kenya have you guys okay. seen that that post yeah, yeah. Uh, and there is those guys working out there and i have said myself that at some point i'm gonna go and i'm gonna try to plant a flag in the dominican i don't yeah. know if it's gonna be one of our um uh faith projects we're gonna go and we're gonna do something there and try to plant a flag and then try but there might be i know there might be some work that has to be done mm. uh because uh coming coming from my country i know there is also um there's there is that barrier of 
and it was with me when I started, right? When people, when my wife was the one pushing it, right? Like, I don't need it, mm. right? I have that mentality that I, I can be all by myself. And it's something that um, is, in, is put on me when, when I grew up. I can do it all by myself. The same way of like, I cannot be vulnerable. Like, I, you know that when I did my first, COT, I started crying. It was hard for me to do one of my COTs because putting my heart out and putting my things out, things out out there is not as easy for a person because, right, we are uh, a culture that we're just going to be strong and we're not going to show who we are, right? We're going to keep this shell of we are the strong man that has to uh, present ourselves in a certain way. So those are the things that are just going to be presented, but it's a barrier that needs to be broken. And the only way that can be broken is just by opening our hearts. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I think um, I loved what you said too, of just like the, those relationships, they just continue to grow over time, right? As we get to know each other more and di- know different things and maybe meet your M or your kids or, you know, I, I love, I love that connection. I'm curious for you too, you know, sort of in the, in the third F space, how much of that, that approach. Cause I think I, I, what I, what I heard you say was the way you built relationships by, was by going to the group and, and finding a way to care for other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, which I, I love that, right. It really like an unselfish, um, way to, to approach that, but how, how much has your faith played a role in just who you are, that approach, um, would love to hear, hear your story from that side. So my faith, um, just to be honest, my faith, uh, was tested at the very beginning when I started F3, like, as I, as I mentioned, like I come from like before f3 i was traveling a lot it was COVID, right COVID shut everything down and uh and i was at home like i was using uh my travels as a way of protecting of taking care of things that were here at home right uh, we I, I as i have heard there is a there is multiple ways that we can uh, become, um, and I'm trying to find the right word for this, but um, l- like we can be um, addicted to certain things. And I was addicted to my job. Mm-hmm. My job was an addiction. I was traveling 40 weeks out of the 52 of the year. And I was taking my job and it was everything that I was focused on. I was forgetting about everything else. And even my faith was neglected at that time. So when COVID hit, and uh, as I mentioned, I found F3 at the right time because it helped me refocus on what was important. Because it wasn't the again, it wasn't the the fitness part. It wasn't. It was the faith. Where am I looking at when I'm looking at the center, right? When I'm when I'm looking at the right things, and. That, that main thing was when I'm refocusing on the family, when I'm refocusing on God as my savior, when I'm refocusing on who is leading the family, I, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I, w- I was traveling. I was doing other things, thinking that those were the right things that I wasn't supposed to do as a leader of my family. So 
um, <clears throat> looking at my faith, when I when I look at my faith, and I look that it, all those little pieces started coming back together at that point. Um, the faith it was the like the Bible says is the anchor of everything. So even when I come being from a son of a pastor that grew up in a church and did all this for the church, I wasn't doing it with the right heart. Mm -hmm. So I needed to look at my heart and consider that where is my heart in all this? And then look at where am I neglecting my family? Where am I focusing on this? And that helps in a lot of stuff. I changed my job. I changed all these things and started focusing on the right thing that helped with my faith in there. I love that. I I want to get your thoughts on something because because you you mentioned right you so your dad's a pastor. Um, you know, you you met your wife while she was on a mission trip. So I'm assuming you guys share the same faith. But I I do think like we all kind of. Um, maybe have some waxing and waning of like our relationship with God. And how did you, how did you pull yourself back? Like, how did you do that? Cause I think a lot of guys are in this space where like there's, there's the desire, but, but it's like how they don't know maybe how to do that. How did you get back in touch with, with sort of your faith or spiritual side? Oof, that's a hard question because for everyone could be different. Yeah. Uh, and there is no, there is not a blueprint. Like I was talking to, one of my school friends this morning and we were talking about the blueprint of salvation and this is one of the things like everybody wants to say my salvation was this way and and i and i was saved and when i was saved i felt this uh sun ray hit me and there's not a blueprint of salvation right we we are not we are not safe and we are, don't show faith in a certain in a very specific way right when i was saved i was um it could have, I, I, I say I was 15 years old, right? But that's, that couldn't be the same from you or for Pony, right? It, this salvation could have been completely different from each one of us. But to pull back, I think we need to keep our center in, in who is in the center of our hearts. Mm -hmm. Because everything that is coming out is going to come out from what is in our hearts. So what is in right in the center is what is going to 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 come out of it. Mm -hmm. Our our fights, our neglects, what are is is what is going to give those fruits at the end. What is in the center of our hearts. So we just need to focus and make sure that what is in the center of our hearts is center of on God. So what, that's what we need to look at. Mm -hmm. I love that. It, you know, you're you're talking about a couple of things here. You, you know, you were going through a period of time during COVID where you're you're dealing with some, you know, you're being a workaholic, right? Your job is the center of everything. And you're talking about riding the ship to where you're refocusing your priorities and your faith. And, and you don't have to share if you don't want to. Was there something in particular that just hit you where you're like, I'm slipping and I've lost focus or, or what was it? It, it was family. It, it was my family. And yeah, it's, is it's hard to say like you can see that um like it was my family where i am looking to my family where am i looking my relationship with my wife at that point um mm. and uh the being at home all those weeks in a row all the time in a row without having escape at that point was a hit on reality of where am i looking at 
and where are my priorities at and what I was using to escape those priorities or where am I looking at? So um, once I refocus on my family and where my family's at, not only on like, oh, we have everything covered financially and physically and everything. And I know like that this right now, I was just talking to Blake right before we started that we're going through this medical thing. Like we have three surgeries, like my, my son is having surgery this weekend. Again, like the three of, we are having surgery all. We're going through this physical thing, right? So we're taking care physically, financially, uh, everything. But where is uh, our family also spiritually at that point? Mm. And even when I was like, I'm like a volunteer at church and all this stuff, uh, is our spiritual, is our, uh, are we in the right place at that point? So that's basically where we have to look at. Yeah, I, that's a that's a great answer and perspective. I just I really think um, you know just the way you describe your thought process is so helpful, at least for me, and I think for for other guys, uh, just to see how you're processing that. Because I think we all go through uh, some of those seasons where we need to just you know reevaluate. Um, you know, and I I love this idea of like you know pay attention to what's coming out because uh, that's a direct reflection of what's on what's, what's on the inside yeah yeah yeah. that's really really good i, I want to get your thoughts too and you know I, I meant to ask you about this earlier but you've gone through some injuries recently um i want to get your thoughts on sort of how that you know maybe from a faith perspective or just how that has impacted your um participation or engagement or connection with with the group how has that been have you felt supported uh how are you doing today so the support is incredible. Like the guys, I I cannot thank anyone in particular. Uh, no. <laughs> so each one of each one of the packs right there, Anna, uh, is just being so amazing in their particular ways because you can mention who is there for you in a or in b or in z each one of them have you you all have a very specific way that you have supported it can be prayers it have been someone bringing food with uh when my wife was sick when i was sick yeah or helping me getting to the doctor or doing anything in particular each one of you have played just such an important part. Even sending a text message when I came out of surgery and my wife is like, you were crying just reading a text message. And I'm like, well, there's like, I'm high on meds. What do you want me to do <laughs> at this point, right? Uh, there is no, nothing else that I can do that um, just um, be thankful. Mm-hmm. Be thankful for, because Two years ago, I didn't have 1,400 friends yeah. that I can count on. And I am more than grateful. Absolutely. And uh, it's, just, it's just only uh, uh, by being there for each one of us, like each one of the, each one of you do, that is important. Because it's just a representation of who a three on my highs. Yeah. 
For sure, man. I, I think too, I mean, you know, it's kind of the earlier point, like you shared early, right? What you were going through and what, what you thought were the challenges coming ahead and, um, you know, just being true to true to sort of what you, what you were saying of like, share what's going on, let, you know, let people help. Um, because we got a lot of guys that, that want to help, you know, I think, um, but I also see you as somebody that's continued to give it away. You know, I, I remember there was a family in your neighborhood or community, right. That had a house fire. And so just putting stuff together to help, um, that family. And then, you know, I would love to hear your perspective on, on leading, you know, Dragon's Lair, or this, this AO in your backyard, right. Of like, what was that like for you to be able to lead a site in your community? So when, uh, tonight, sh- well, when crab cakes approached me, it was one of those, uh, uh, crack, I say crab cakes was the muscle and tonight show was the brains behind the whole <laughs> dragon's layer thing. Right. Uh, but when crab cakes approached me, um, until he didn't even ask, he said, well, you are the next, we went to our lunch and he's like, well, you, you're taking it next. And I'm like, we, it was like at the end of the lunch, we were just having lunch and he said, you're taking dragon's lair the next uh, May. And I'm like, oh, okay, but thank you. Thank you for thinking of me. I, that's all I had to say. There was mm-hmm. nothing else, but I was just, it was just overwhelmingly thankful because again, coming from uh, kind of that hesitation of being part of this group to people give me the confidence of like, I can be a leader in this community. I can be a leader of, uh, uh, of this group in here was kind of of the the most uh, amazing or pride pride that I could take. And when people ask me, um, oh, what what are you? Why is you, why do you have that license plate that they say, Mr. Miyagi? What is that sticker? I say I was one of the leaders of this F3 Omaha, and we just meet right here. I'm not a good salesperson, EH, and I haven't EH a lot of people, but I'm just, I'm just telling, yeah, I was, I was one of the leaders and this is what we do. And it, it was one of those things that I was just thankful for the opportunity of being there for others and being able to be there for each one of them. Um, when, and that also opened doors to help other ones in the community because being the first AO in Gretna, and people driving by and seeing the flags. And there was one person that just came one day and is like, oh, I see the flag. What was happening? I think it was a patriotism thing, uh, right? And just having that thing of we are F3 Gretna at that point and helping that person that lost their home being, we show up with a truck full of clothing and um and a mattress and some money that we were able to help them more than anything on Thanksgiving weekend. That was kind of like the hard thing to go through during Thanksgiving um, is just to let them know that we are here for the community and we are here to grow, plant, grow, and serve a community mm-hmm. that um, is in need of leaders around here. Yeah. So, yeah. I really love to hear just how proud you were to be to be a site you and to be involved in leadership and i and i think that can be lost on people um so so i really really appreciate that and you bringing your perspective here i guess any advice for some new guys that may have taken oversights or or what do you think is needed to 
to successfully lead a site? Um, one of the main things that I, um, what was lost on me to a certain point and uh, that I, uh, I encourage everyone is that this is not all on you. Because when Griswold and Harhat helped me at the end, when I was going through my surgery and when I was going through my injury, and uh, Thomas helped to volunteer to help, and everybody else, it's like it's not all on me. I, there is a there is a burden that can be shared, right? There is mm-hmm. a pain, there is a help, there is help for everyone here, and uh, I thank each one of those guys with from the bottom of my heart that. They were there for me when I needed, and that they still there, and they come and they help with everything. And if I need some help or help taxman or anything, they are they are there for that. And at the same time, um, don't let for those who are new, don't be afraid of leadership, because mm-hmm. leadership is something that. Um, some people, there is two types of leadership. There is the one that is going to be um, the detached leadership. We are going to just do what is required of me and that's it. But this, there is the leadership that we are going to be there and we are going to charge on and march on at the front of the lines and we're going to do what is required for us to represent who we are and how we do it. So don't be detached. Don't be in the back of the line. Make sure that you're doing the most as you can. Take advantage of being a leader here on on F3 Omaha because um, you you have that flag in your trunk. You have that flag. And people are going to ask why you have it. So you have that flag on that trunk. You have that flag on the back of your seat. And represent it with pride because that's that's who you are right now. Mm-hmm. So be 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 an example for each one every day you plant it right on man that's i think that's perfect i you know i'm curious your thoughts too because i I know we were working through the shovel pass right trying to figure out who the successor would be uh and then you know we sort of landed on uh tax man and that was a really really great find in my opinion but uh, curious your thoughts on on the succession planning and and tax man taking over so yeah um Taxman, I thought Taxman was taken. I'm gonna tell you that. I I had to go to the spreadsheet a couple times because <laughs> people people were keep taking away from me. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I have that little bit of a chip on my shoulders about people being taken away from me. Um, Unicycle is on my blacklist for a little while. <laughs> I'm black too because I keep I keep recommending people and they keep taking it away and that's fine. But um. When Taxman uh, came, I think one of the things is that the excitement of being a leader, and and Taxman represents that. He is a person who is excited to lead, who has the willingness to lead, and that's what we need. A person that wants to be there, who wants to represent, who wants to uh, promote who we are, and that's that's what... Uh, I think we we hit the nail on the head when we when we selected him. Mm-hmm. We have him, and again, my conversation with him wasn't very long, but that's what I told him. I thank him for being excited of being the leader in Dragon Slayer. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's great. And I, I think, like you said, it's, I mean, he's hungry, right? He's like, I want to lead. Where's an opportunity? So that, that worked out really well. And it was, you know, it's funny, like it, it wasn't necessarily according to our timing, right? As we were working on it behind the scenes. That's, um, that's what I said. That's what I said on, on my CLT is what a year and it's all in God's plan. It's like God's planning was perfect on bringing him into the perfect spot. I know he's having a kid soon. His wife is pregnant, but yeah. again, we're here to help him and to fulfill and, and, and complete his job here when he, we need, we need, we're here for him to do it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I'm curious if there's any, you know, maybe any other um, stories or experiences or, or advice that uh, we haven't asked you about. I know you, you have a script there in front of you that you <laughs> took some time to prepare, but anything on that list of, things that you would love to just share or, or get out to the guys that are listening? Well, no, I just want to say that um, I just uh, that again on on the second half, uh, as I mentioned, there is like I've been able to share a lot of things and uh, just be more involved out there. And that's what I encourage. I know there is some things on, but just find the time to Im- to immerse yourself in the things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I I volunteer with uh, Mufasa, with Thomas on the baseball field with my kid, but those are the things that I can do, right? So find the things that you can find a group of guy. Ketchup is his son is part of that group, right? So find the things that you can do like don't use uh your day-to-day as an excuse not to get together with the guys mm. like there are some of the things that find a league find uh like i know doppler has these uh every tuesday night he has those uh, trivia nights like those are things that could be your day-to-day that you can involve yourself and grow yourself as a family and with the group and one of the other things is that for those that, um, you know, one of the things that Gator mentioned is that we try to keep the 2.0s going at Dragon's Lair, and we uh, left it open for kids. Like every Saturday, people can bring their their 2.0s, and we never close the door to that. Um, I want to mention that um, it's important because they are the future, and. With that future of bringing your 2.0s, and it can be young. My my youngest is eight, eight years old, and when I tell him he can come every morning, he wakes up before me. He's so I have to kind of pull it back a little bit with my own kids because I'm like I want to still sleep a little bit. Come on, boys! <laughs> but they're they're up at 4 a.m. when I I tell them we can go to Dragon's Lair. So, nice. but um, they are the future that is gonna grow from them to move into that next leadership that is right there, right? We have baby shoes, we have Oracle, we have Taxman leading now, right? So those are the future leaders that we're gonna take from there and we're gonna keep leading into that. So those those are the kids that uh, we have on daily attacks with social media, with everything. So as long as we can disconnect it from there and they can get a workout and they can get a part of the community and they can create their own community within them. I think that that's kind of the, the best that we can create to a future I, for each one of them. 
Yeah, I think that's great advice. I mean, we've obviously got some uh, dads in here with young kids or, or 2.0s and just being mindful of not only accelerating yourself, but being mindful of your, your 2.0s as well is a, is a great call to action. So certainly appreciate that. Um, you know, for the guys that see you out there in the gloom here soon or, or just see you outside the gloom, any words of encouragement that you need or any, any prayers weighing on your heart right now? Um, just at this point, we just recovery, not only mine, but my whole family is going through this uh, process of surgeries and stuff. And we just want a healthy home at this point and going through this recovery process. So, um, we just want to be, uh, on the healthy side. Uh, hopefully by the end of November, December, we probably will be back out there a hundred percent hoping for that. Uh, but again, as I mentioned, this is God's plan and, uh, God planned for me to be a leader. God's plan for me to, even when I wanted to pass the flag, that wasn't the, the, the purpose. And, uh, when taxman came, that was God's plan. And that's when I got my surgery. So, um, this is where I'm at. So we are just hoping that in his will and when he wants, he will be the one to complete it. So just pray for that and that when i see you out there uh all i need is a hug and love awesome yeah we'll certainly be praying for you and and your family during this time for sure and we'll make sure and give you a big hug if we see we see you out there (laughs) yeah we're we're trying to turn west west o into hugs hugs all around after every workout so i'll definitely don't follow kickstand or griswold comments afterward right they start with the kissing or stuff but don't don't do it yeah (laughs) Uh, you know miyagi this it's just been great uh getting to know you over the past few years and and getting to hear more of your story here. I think it's just really cool um, to have our eyes opened up to a different perspective. You know, I, I definitely hope uh, you have felt welcomed and continue to, you know, feel welcomed into the, the group. You know, I think you're a key member to this community uh, of leaders in F3. So the only thing I, w- I want to correct you on, you know, when you talk to people, make sure they know you're still a leader in this group, right? You, you, <laughs> that's not a, a past tense thing. So you are still a leader, uh, you know, um, you don't have to have a flag to be a leader uh, in this group. So, well, well, I think I was the only one who passed a flag and also received a flag at the end. Yeah, I don't know if you <laughs> noticed that the taxman gave me a flag back. So I yeah. do have a flag of my own. I don't know how yeah. I'm gonna name this flag or whatever. It does have a cup holder, so it's the cup holder flag. So yeah, I think anywhere, <laughs> anywhere you anywhere you go, it, you can declare it as your yeah. AO, whatever you want. AO, do. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, I, I love I love it, man. I appreciate you sharing today, and just for your time, it's been great. Um, we'll kind of wrap up with a little namerama. Yeah, yes. good. Yeah. All right, Brandon Fleahardy, thirty-seven, the plague. The plague. plague. <laughs> John, we're thirty-two, Pony Express. Pony <laughs> Express. Hey, Daniel Castillo, thirty-nine, Mister Miyagi. Mister Miyagi, is there a, a sound with Mister Miyagi? It's just the bow. Sure there is no sound. It was just the bow. Always yeah. have been the bow. Yeah. Yeah. I have to awesome. embrace it. People say that it might be. Some people say. Some people ask me like, "Isn't that racist?" It's like, why is that has to be racist? Like your yeah. accent is. It's like no, it's not. It's you just embrace who you are. That's right. Embrace yeah. who you are out there. Yeah. So 
I love, love it. it. I yeah. love it. Well, thanks, guys. And sorry I was late, but I appreciate both of oh, you. You're good. Thank you. You're good.